So, Suleiman, how's your week? You know what, bro? You always ask me first. Let me <laughs> ask me first. I want to hear your opinion, bro. How was your week? It was good, man. I was in um, I was in London. Of course. <laughs> I was in London. <laughs> I was in London for um, uh, what's it? New Year's and that. It was cool, man. Just spent time with family. Just chilled. So it was very nice. Still can't complain. How's your week, though? <laughs> <laughs> nah, exactly the same, bro. Just smashing out coursework. Um, spent some time with family and friends. Did a little bit of reflecting on 2019. Mm. You know what I mean? The <laughs> how I've changed from 2010 to 2019. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw those pictures on Instagram. Oh, um, yeah. The, the um, decade comparison yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, Bro, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. going to do that. And then I was like, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> I was just like, say it. <laughs> but yeah, going to happen. But who's that voice in the background? Yeah, we've got a very special individual in the room joining us today, man. Would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Ahmed. Um, I'm a first year law student at Oxford. <laughs> oh, right, right. So, Ahmed, t- what was your week, bro? It was good, man. Just, I've been in Oxford and London, so um, it's been a long week. I was there for Christmas. Went home for New Year's. Just a good like met up with family, but trying to bang out revision and that. Calm, man. That sounds sounds like everyone everyone had a similar yeah everyone had a similar sure. week still. Like you mentioned, the reflection on the 2019. I, I feel like I need to do more of that still because I I feel like I just moved on next day and then put it all behind me. That, that that's old news. Yeah, crack on. I know what you mean because. I try and do it, yeah, and I'm just like, bro, like, 2020 is yesterday, oh, 2019 was yesterday, and I'm just like, <laughs> bro, it doesn't really mean it, anything, <laughs> but it means something. My young brother looked out the window, and he was like, so is this 2020? I'm like, what did you expect? You know what I mean? Like, it's the same. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. He was expecting some neat time. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> he was expecting flying cars. Like, yeah. yeah, man. Um, calm, bro. So, Ahmed, tell us about, tell us about young Ahmed, man. Yeah, um, so, born and raised in Tottenham. I feel like what made me on, go on this path is, um, path. Is autobiography Malcolm X. Okay. Um, that's what changed my life. When did you uh, read that? So, I was in year f- 14, in year 10, yeah. and then I was listening to Akala, yeah, and he goes, um, if you see me age nine reading Malcolm, Malcolm. that's fine. <laughs> and I'm just like, what? Like, how, what? You read it at nine? I don't have any read it. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm going to read it now. <laughs> like, I'm just being competitive with people that I don't even know. Um, and like, I didn't even care what it was about, yeah. And then I just started reading it. <laughs> And then after I read that, yeah, I mm. was just like, rah, like, is this what your life is and mm. what, what it can be? Mm. Um, and I just like the fact that he was honest enough to change the way he thought. So yeah. if you yeah. started reading him, like, initially I was reading him and then the amount of white, like, racism, like, I saw racism, like, it would just be like, white people are the devil, this mm. and well, what nation is or something. Mm. And later he was just like, actually, I went to Hajj and mm. I saw Muslims with the bluest eyes and the whitest of skins. Yeah. Um, and actually, like, he was honest enough and genuine enough to change how he thought. And mm. I just admired that a lot. So mm. I read that, yeah. And I'm just like, actually, this is mad. So what else can I read? And then I started reading autobiographies like um, Asata Shakur's autobiography. Mm. Amazing. Mm. Um, and then another one that, till this day, I read it like every three months or whatever is um, European Newton's autobiography, okay. the leader of the Black Panther Party. That guy, yeah, I think he... It's very contestable if he's if that autobiography impacted my life a bit more than uh, mm. Malcolm X's. I don't know if you've heard of Who Opinion. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of a few opinion in the Black Panther Party. Yeah, but I, I, I'm interested to know like what is the effect that it had. Like, what yeah, do you mean by impact? What What were you the, doing different? So the main thing I realized. Uh, I'm a very pessimistic guy in some sense so I, d- I read that and I'm like alright I'm being set up fam I'm being set up <laughs> so then I started searching I'm like oh yeah he got assassinated I'm just like how could he get assassinated um, and then you realise that actually the views he had wasn't properly wasn't palatable to 
the yeah. elite oh and it's just like why wasn't it palatable what was he really saying and then most of these things you'll say is very um just empowering of black people like why do you hate your nose why do you hate your hair this that, and other and it's just like, actually like why why do people call certain people in sixth form or secondary blick mm. like stuff like that and then you're just like being more conscious of the way you speak um and you're just thinking about what what you're going to do and like Mm. If he could lead a revolution and yeah. do that much impact in front of you, what can other people do? Yeah. And how can we continue this um, yeah. Yeah, thought process? No, that's interesting. I feel like for, there's two things there that resonated with me a lot in terms of the environment in which you've grown up in impacts you to a point where you don't really realise until way later in the future. And it comes back to the point we're talking about schools and that, like everything seems normal. Yeah. Everything you do is just the norm. Yeah. And that's what kind of, and you just assume a lot of people do that and you just extrapolate your circumstance to the rest of the world. But when you grow up, you're like, hold on. Why did I say that? Why did I do that? Why did I walk like that? Why yeah. did I dress like that? Why do I listen to this kind of music or whatever it is, right? And so much of it is because of your surrounding mm-hmm. and all of the external things mm-hmm. that you listen to and watch. Like going further down the road a bit more, like what were you kind of what What would your friends describe you as in terms of in terms of going into secondary school sixth form times now? Okay, no, I don't know about so secondary and sixth form. I feel like my friendship group has changed a bit. Mm. Um, so secondary, even secondary. So year seven to year ten, I was a different person from when I was in year ten to year eleven okay. and what I was in sixth form. Um, so and what, what was the difference? So year seven to year nine, I was a joker. I, <laughs> like, I was a class clown, yeah. yeah. Loved it. Um, <laughs> loved it. Every minute of it, yeah. Um, and then, so everyone would describe me as like a joker. Mm. One thing I always made try to make sure is just like, like, I'm a very arrogant person or, and I just want to be the best at whatever I do as well. So I'd always make sure I'm in the top class, yeah, top set or whatever. But I'm always a joker of the top set or stuff like that. Um, and then yeah 10 came so i read Michael x's autobiography and then i went on the brilliant club have you heard of the brilliant club nah. it's like a s- social mobility program where your teacher picks students um okay. and i was the only one picked from my year and some from the year That's below proper. and then they took you to um they took us to soas university yeah and before this bro i'm the first to go for uni in my family i don't know what uni is yet yeah. i've just heard about <laughs> it so they took they took us to soas university and then they gave us a mentor, which was a PhD student, and he picked a topic. So I just picked politics. I, I don't know why I was interested in politics. Started reading that. I mean, started so she'd come to my school, and then we'd have like literally a tutorial session. There was like three students with her, and we'll do um, we'll do a tutorial about politics and like part- political participation. Mm-hmm. And like it was the first time when I was removed from a class of thirty and I was put in a class of like three mm-hmm. and a person I was a PhD student wanted to care about what you said. Mm-hmm. Um and then like she just gassed me up the, to the <laughs> max. When I tell you yeah, I'll say one thing, she'll be like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was, me, yeah. I was like, what me? Like it, that, I guess that's why I was pretty much like a joker in school because I was just like, yo, like I need detention. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And then facts, facts, facts. it was you probably that's the first time I probably realized yeah, that facts. I'm receiving receiving attention. Uh, and then so we'd done uh, literally an essay for her, and then the essay they graded at university standards, so T one, T two, this and that. And then like it was about politics or something, and I actually enjoyed it. It was a it was a thousand five hundred words, yeah. And everyone was like saying, "Ah, oh, this is long. This is long." Bro, I wanted to write it and then I got the highest in my class and everyone gassed me up. Um, and then we went to, I think it was another university. 
yeah, I can't even remember what the university was called. And then we graduated. And then at the end, they were like, okay, cool. What do you want to do at uni? What do you want to study here? I'm just like, I don't know. Like, what's the best university? And they're like, oh, Oxford. And I'm just like, I want to go Oxford. <laughs> and then I realised that actually you have to do bloody hard work to yeah. go there. Um, I feel like those are the two very impactful things that happen in year 10 that kind of mm. changed the way I thought. The br- brilliant, brilliant, brilliant club. Brilliant yeah. club. Okay, that's a very, very interesting um, case study or personal anecdote you just shared because for me, what, it sa- what, that, what that says to me is how important it is to give people attention to make them feel like their value, that like their opinion matters mm. and um, to also give people opportunities. So I just finished a book by Malcolm Gladwell called Outliers that I was mm-hmm. just telling you about. Yeah. And it was all about the importance of opportunities and how essentially they are the biggest things that determine whether someone's going to be successful or not. Mm-hmm. Like, because um, no one is successful due to innate ability. Like they're successful because they've been gifted with an opportunity and gifted with the ability to seize that opportunity, right? So this brilliant um, program club, that you yeah. are in, Brilliant Club, provided you an, with an opportunity that was that was above that was like beyond your years to some extent because you just compared it to an Oxford tutorial yeah. and th- that's the type of that's the type of experience that many middle class and upper class children experience on the dining table when they're having dinner that's having conversations that's with their parents yeah. about current affairs so i've had this conversation a number of times and like those those experiences are so formative, man. Like, cause I've I've had similar experiences, and just mm. my history teacher made me made me feel like what I had to say was important, and made I like when I when I communicated with my history teacher, I felt like I was being heard. Yeah. Whereas with other people, I was just being, you know, what I mean, like mm. tolerated. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. so that experience is proper, man. I know like, what you mean. Like, the conversations I had on the dinner table were like, alhamdulillah, it was about Islam and like like what we should do, like as a family. But like my parents none of them at university so we couldn't really have conversations about certain things mm. and then I go to uni yeah, and then I'm at like a formal dinner and then my tutor brings their mm. kid or something yeah? and I'm just like hold on a second like, <laughs> you're like you're 10 years old yeah, and you're going to Oxford formals nah, like, man, I say yeah. the exact same thing when I see kids mm. running around colleges yeah. they don't even know I'm how like, lucky they are oh yeah I'm going to pick like my tutor will be like ah, I need to pick up my kid and I'm like wait you have a kid <laughs> and like you don't realise they've got a kid and it's just like some people they're the daughters and sons of professors mm. um, that could I have conversations yeah. with them. That and my friendship group changed from year nine, year ten onwards. So um, say a little bit about that. Yeah. So <laughs> in year ten, I was, like it was the start of year ten. I was chilling with certain people, and then one time, one of my friends, yeah, he, <laughs> he got banged in the face, and then he came up to us. He like, yo, like some guy banged us and banged me in my face, and then ten of us ran out. We were just like, calm. Where is this guy? He doesn't go to the school. Um, we were trying to find him and then we didn't find it literally one of the guys I was with grabbed a shank out of his pocket and then banged the wall he's like ah should have found him but I looked at the reactions of everyone I was with mm. and none of them were surprised mm. and I'm just like is this what you are not on <laughs> say, say. what would you say the biggest misconception there is about like the causes of knife crime like based off your experiences and like the, the, the different things that you've witnessed or like heard about in your area like what drives you mad when you hear someone saying crazy stuff about that topic because you recently shared a podcast in it on Instagram um, that, yeah, that I listened yeah. to and it was yeah, mm. it was very moving mm. and I took a lot away from that podcast the closing of Polo Studios yeah exactly or Polo Youth Club yeah do you know about that yeah yeah, yeah. But for me it's just it's people talking for people that they don't know about mm. that's what mm. frustrates me the most in the sense that you're talking yeah oh yeah this guy, bro, it's because he didn't have a father figure, yeah? I'm just like, bro, when that guy was doing whatever he was doing, he weren't thinking, oh, yeah, my dad didn't do this. Maybe it is a very, like, because he doesn't think about poverty in the same sense, I guess. 
but it's just like stop like speaking for victims and perpetrators of knife crime because truly it's very complicated situations that happen every single one's that complicated um like even if we this is going to be weird, but like Shakespeare, if you think of Shakespeare and Romeo and Juliet, I just, it's just a couple that were in love, yeah, they end themselves. That's the way you, like people perceive it, but actually there's intricacies within mm. their stories and it's just like, it's the same here. Mm. Um, I've lost some friends to knife crime and it's just like, you hear on it on the news, yeah, and you're just like, hold on a second, like, it was over Snapchat. And you're just like, no, it wasn't, bro. Mm. Like, mm. it's not, it's yeah, just yeah, not, um, yeah, yeah. and it's just, just sad to see that either Overcriminalization of people or the undercriminalization, both of them are incorrect. You'll see people out oh, here just walking about, he got killed, there, and they're just like, actually, like everyone knows that certain things like probably do happen, but like, on most some circumstances, don't. And then someone, oh, this guy just wanted to kill everyone. It's just like, no, it didn't, bro. Like, what talk us through getting to Oxford? Getting to like, Oxford. Yeah, man. Okay, so mm. um, from then on, I was proper dedicated, um, done decent in my GCSEs, one of the best in my school, but like. It wasn't like amazing compared to what I see now. Mm. Um, and then I went to Woodhouse, which is like the place known as like the place you go if you want to do academia. It was the Oxbridge of Tottenham or um, North London. Um, went there. And then the moment I went there, I realized how stuff was different, man. Like in my secondary school, it was just like, oh yeah. Do you know how they do um, targets? Like to get a C grade, you need to do this. Oh, I never went above a C. It's just like, if you're aiming for a C, like, this is what you need in it. Yeah, yeah, and then I'm like, like, yo, miss, what do I need to do to get a B or A? Yeah. And she'll be like, nah, don't worry, you're fine, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so true, it's so true. It's like, it was the most frustrating thing in my life. Nah, it was so the biggest true. setup, yeah, I swear down. Nah, and I totally that understand That has repercussions. That has real repercussions, uh, bro. bro. Because, like, I, I totally understand it in the sense that you're like, you want people to pass, but then they don't want you to get hired in a yeah, past because yeah. they don't really care about you they don't focus on you yeah um and i guess it's part of the fact that we have lack of um funding in schools yeah. so they can't really focus on people but that firstly frustrated me and it was only a few teachers that were able to like hey okay armin you need to pattern up in this sense you need to pattern up in this sense that helped me a lot helped me out a lot so but when i went to the sixth form yeah from day dot it was different man like everyone was already clever so you had to be on your like be on your A game yeah exactly and then I remember after AS yeah everyone got sat down in the um, assembly hall and there was like 700 of us yeah and then the head teacher stood up and he goes every single person here that didn't get four A's or three A's in the AS yeah have failed that's what he said yeah and my heart no dropped because I didn't even get that I didn't even get an A bro and then my heart dropped yeah and I'm just like raw like is this how you guys are moving and then it's the expectation of it and he's like the only way you could have got into this um into this college is if you got a certain grade because you had to get like five B's or something. And it's like anyone that could got in was capable of getting that. And now that you haven't, you should be like sad about yourself and you should be. And that's the type of level of like mm, they yeah, want yeah. you to be at. And it was the one thing I kind of loved it. I can't lie to you. Fam, I would love it personally. You know what I mean? I, I hate, love that kind of I stuff. I hate it, yeah. Because that like, gives me energy. I hate when people, do you know when they do like two stars and a wish, yeah? <laughs> Don't give me no stars, bro. I just want to know how to improve. Mm. I just want to know how to improve. <laughs> you say it all the time, bro. Like, yeah. like yeah. I feel like I've got this, um, like I could, I could take her, like, like uh, you could criticize yeah, me. Yeah, I won't yeah, cry about skin. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got thick skin. And then, I just want to know how I could improve. There's no point, like, just saying, yeah, yeah, well done, Albert. Like, 
I want to know how to prove constantly. Yeah, yeah. And this was a place that allowed you to do that. Yeah. And it no, it told you when you weren't doing well. So when you got a B or C, yeah, they're just like, yo, pan up, like, mm. do more. Um, yeah, and like, big thing. one thing that helped me out a lot, and then it was just a friend I had, yeah, that I went to my secondary, went to my sixth one, because Zumi, big up, yeah. He was like, he was another person that always like told me like yo do work do work mm. do work so it was those two things that made me realize that I actually should do more work so mm. um was it just YouTube banging it out like bro in when I tell you and you know like Hafsa and that innit, yeah? Yeah, yeah yeah we went LSE library twenty four seven like the shifts we were putting in graveyard <laughs> shifts that's it that's bro it. like I, I have never worked harder than A levels <laughs> <laughs> like I'm at uni now yeah and like I'm ashamed of myself because I haven't worked as much there bro I used to go to, we had a way to get into LSE library legitly and then. We were there from nine in the morning to nine in the evening. Yeah, yeah. proper shifts. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Up, and like up. certain people there, yeah, we like we grew our friendship groups grew bigger because there was people that were doing it as well. We'd go to Sainsbury's, yeah, get cornflakes, yeah. And then we get the do you know the plastic salad bowl? We use that yeah, and we someone buys milk and we're all having cornflakes there. No <laughs> Bro, can't lie, I, I was I wasn't even a bang out. It's because I was surrounded by people yeah. that I wasn't yeah. That's it. And like, that became thing, your normality. That's it. And the one thing that like I can't thank enough here is the movement of my friendship groups mm. when I actually have people like yo like Ahmed you know when you should do work Ahmed you know you, like you shouldn't have got that grade and then in secondary I had like oh, let's chill like mm. oh you done 30 you got to see <laughs> it's like, bad man's bad yeah. man yeah man or like, yeah. or like that's it you know the question was how many GCSEs do you have like they're not asking like what grades you got they're like how many do you have and the whole conversation shifts you know what I mean it makes a big it has a big difference even, even like I remember yeah I was one time I was trying to bang out coursework for GCSEs, yeah, and then like I was putting it shifts, <laughs> and then one guy was like, "What? You think you're gonna get somewhere with that?" <laughs> I can't lie, it burnt me, it burnt me. And the guy was gonna try and do football, and I was like, yeah, it's always the footballers, isn't it? It's always the footballers. Be, and I'm like, "Come, I'll see where you go, yeah." And where I go, like, I can't lie, I was burnt inside. <laughs> and then. Um, Everyone's like, "What you think of this?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, make it, how many, how much people have fixed skin that could like, yeah. like allow it? I'm gonna do what I can. Yeah. And it's only after I got GCC results, so yeah, that certain people that were just violating you for like trying to do work, yeah, yeah. realized that they were actually flopping. And like, mm. your grades on the paper, like, it shows who was on job and who wasn't. And you realize how pathetic it is to like actually take the piss out of someone for like doing hard work talking about culture right yeah, now exactly. and it seems that in your sixth form there was a culture of like excellence you know what i mean like mm. everyone needs to be getting 100 percent. and also like in terms of reading again yeah i always go back to reading but like in my second g can't lie there were like three neeks that went to, <laughs> went to the library and no one else went to the library if you went library you got invited <laughs> you're getting violated and i used to i used to go no like i'll go after school try and grab my book yeah and that's how it made me feel and i feel like i got thick skin like and then it was like, <laughs> like after school, after <laughs> make school, sure the was like clear. <laughs> and it's just like you realize how mashed up it is. Yeah, and yeah. coming back to Akala, he was like, read, read, suck on the butt, read, yeah, read. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. when it. you're enslaved, the first things they do is stop you reading. Mm. And then it's just like, what made you think it was cool to not read? What made mm. you think it was cool not to revise mm. and work hard? Like, and then you ask them like, yo, like, what do you want to do with your life? And they were like, oh yeah. One guy said, I want to be a pilot. Yeah. And then. He shot in on road. I didn't understand. <laughs> I actually didn't understand. So lack of information and lack of self belief in my. Yeah, life. I think that's, for, that's my, for me it's my. even broader because, it, 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 speaking from my experience, it wasn't even necessarily that, like revision was sneaky. Yeah, there was that, but it's even just applying yourself to anything was moist, 
and Cool was like not really doing much, which or not yeah, not working hard. Attitude, it? That was what Cool was, and I think yeah, yeah. that to me is the is the biggest shame. One time I realized even I'm at fault for doing it. Yeah, is so I'm with Kazumi and I'm with someone else. Uh, it was, uh, probably me and Kazumi, and then I realized one guy from my second year was trying to rap. Yeah, and I didn't really like his rap. It so I was just like, ah, oh, like look how dead he is. Yeah. <laughs> and Kazumi looked at me, and this is the reason why you need good friends. Yeah, mm. like, he looked at me. He goes, he's trying to, he's trying to do something. Well, and he's working yeah. for it. Yeah, that's regardless what it's about, and then I felt so guilty because I'm yeah. just like, how can I shame hard work here? Yeah? Because yeah, it makes it. you realize that you think you're sick or whatever. Yeah, like, it, yeah. yeah. and then and, it's I, just like, yeah. no, it's not, man. and on on the Oxbridge note, I think that is the, the other edge of the sword in that you can get like a delusion of grandeur in that what you're doing is the noble thing. I'm doing education, and that's what's worthwhile. Yeah. And I've got the degree, whereas you, you're kind of just in the going studio every day. You're kind of wasting your time. You yeah. get me? But I think to appreciate hard work in all its different forms yeah, is yeah. very important. First of all, I, like, alhamdulillah, one thing I love about uni is the fact that I could I'm out of ends, um, mm. and that like, you're not really sucked into things. And like now I'm living almost like a life here yeah. and a life there. And it's just like, it allows me to be like, this is how I think of it, yeah. You're a monk, yeah. <laughs> you're a monk, you're at uni. You put your head down and then you do three years and you come out like a beast. <laughs> like, you're like, yes. And then it was this idea that people, like so that. after three years you come back here and then people realise like, like what the hell happened? It's like, man's been grinding. <laughs> been grinding for three years. You know years, like the bro. dark night when he jumps out <laughs> of the prison thing. That's yeah. it, bro. That's the way That's I think. It. And then it allows you to focus here yeah, and so it allows true. you to be around people that are actually like, focus it allows you to care about roman law yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that's you don't true. really think you should like that's true um that's why i loved it what is your definition of success of my as in what i think everyone should consider def- success or what i for you my for success you, right? yeah for you so like my goal yeah is to free all oppressed people everywhere mm. it's the largest thing and i feel like you, if you have a goal that's smaller than the largest thing you could think mm. of you're selling yourself short um, I like that man I like that yeah I like that a lot I feel like anything else is materialistic sometimes not just trying to violate your yeah, what yeah, you yeah. think is like, <laughs> but like, that's what I'm aiming for it's probably impossible yeah Um, but any step towards that like yeah you're doing amazing I feel like it's the same in oh, I'm gonna aim for A star 100% and then you get like 90% or like yeah. if you could do anything towards that goal like well yeah. done Big up, 100% man. more. Big up, big up. My light arms. Come on. <laughs> my like. <laughs> That's it. Calm, bro. Thank you, man. Love for that, bro. How is that? It's calm, man. No, no, no. I can't lie. The seat needs to pattern up.